Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Prevention Talks with Miss O. I'm excited to get started this week um, because I think it's going to be really cool to start diving into specific substances and how those impact your body and your brain and your relationships and things like that. I think it's important to talk about this and have a good understanding. So for the next few episodes, I really want to just focus in on specific substances. This week, I want to talk about alcohol. I think alcohol is a very commonly known substance, a very commonly used substance. It is legal um, for those of 21 ages and older, um, but it is legal in the United States and in many places, pretty much all over the world. And so that is why it is most commonly used. So I do want to talk about it. I think it's important to talk about it. Um, We have a lot of statistics that show us that even though it is illegal for those who are under the age of 21 to purchase, to use, anything along those lines, we have a lot of data that shows youth are still using it. And when they're using it, they're either binge drinking or... um, you know, using it in unsafe ways because, you know, you're trying not to get in trouble and those types of things. So I think it's really important to talk about alcohol and talk about why it is so dangerous. Last week, we did talk about why there's the age restrictions on um, alcohol and tobacco products. And it's because, just a little refresher, but it's because your, your brain is more developed by the age of 21. And If you wait till then to start using, you're less likely to become addicted to that substance or less likely to develop addiction. Um, And so I think that's really important to know and to remember why we there are restrictions on certain things. It's not because, again, it's not because adults want to have more fun or whatever. Um, It is to keep youth safe. So this week, I just really want to talk about what alcohol is, how it affects the brain, how it affects the body, um, how it impacts different relationships, what are some consequences of underage drinking, um, what's an alcohol overdose or like alcohol poisoning. This is a big one, and I want to spend a lot of time on that. Um, Maybe some of the statistics that we have on how many teens do drink alcohol, and then why. Why is it happening? Why is it such a serious health problem? Those type of things. So I think it's going to be a really good episode. I'm really excited to share these things with you. And if you have any questions about anything that we talk about today, please feel free to reach out. First things first, we know alcohol can be considered wine, beer, um, liquor, those types of things, malts. um, And they are not all the same necessarily, but it is important to know that they each have the same amount of pure alcohol content in all of it. Um, If you look at a half ounce or a shot of liquor and a 12 ounce can of beer, you look at the same, you think that the um, shot of liquor has more alcohol in it than the beer does because, you know, we hear of the 100 proof and those types of things. That really depends on those things. Well, the pure alcohol content in both is a half ounce. So it's really important to know that, that it really depends on how it is made. I think that's really interesting to talk about. So I just wanted to point that little piece out. Um, So like a, pardon me, A shot of liquor, a 12-ounce can of beer, and a 5-ounce glass of wine all have the same amount of pure alcohol content in them. Um, And again, that is pure alcohol. So that is something just super interesting I wanted to point out. So we know those are our types of um, alcohol. 
Now, how does it impact our brain? And I think this is important because for a lot of students that I've talked with um, over my course of working here, a lot of times I have students that say, well, you know, my mom drinks you know, wine at parties and she has a good time and nothing happens to her. My dad drinks beer at night and he's not addicted, those types of things. I think it's important to talk about that, yes, because we are of age or those individuals are of age, they can have, you know, a beer with dinner or a glass of wine with dinner. That is okay. Um, It's when it becomes like that binge drinking part or when that's that constant, you know, like an entire bottle at night or a whole case, those types of things, um, when we start looking at those things a little bit closer to say, okay, what's going on here? Um, But again, those people are of age and they can be using alcohol um, how they would like. So when I'm talking, I'm talking about teenagers, I'm talking about our youth. And so what are those short-term consequences of being intoxicated for our younger individuals? So one An intoxicated person has a harder time making good decisions. Now, this is the same for an adult or a teenager. If a person is intoxicated, these things can happen to them. They might have a harder time making decisions. They might have um, impaired motor coordination. They might be having more inappropriate behaviors or being a little unsafe, not recognizing that they're in potential danger. So a lot of times the drinking and driving, that is dangerous and they're not recognizing that because they're like, oh, I can just drive home, everything's fine. No, that is not safe. Um, Some long-term consequences could be um, that the longer the use, the, the more excessive amount of use can change brain development and it can have negative impact or sorry negative impacts on information processing and learning Um, this can also increase the use of alcohol so going from maybe only having a couple glasses of wine or a couple beers then to having an excessive amount all the time and and that's where it becomes really dangerous And when it gets to that dangerous point, it becomes alcohol use disorder, which is an impaired ability to stop or control alcohol use despite ever social, occupational, or health consequences. So this can happen and it can look like a person stops going to their job because they're too intoxicated or maybe they're going to work um, intoxicated and they're unable to complete their job because of what state they are in. And that's when you start to realize um, that there might be a problem when social interactions, so friendships start to break because of the drinking use, those types of things. So that's when it becomes really bad. And that's what we're trying to avoid by talking about these things, by understanding that um, respecting those age restrictions, respecting not binge drinking, those types of things. We are trying to make sure the people, um, our youth, everyone is staying safe, especially when using these types of substances. So we know how it impacts our brain, but how does it impact our body? And so on the outside, sometimes people look super happy and stuff like that, but alcohol is known as a depressant. And a depressant isn't necessarily talking about that it is making you depressed or making your mood depressed. It's talking about your body um, and everything inside of it. So it depresses our nervous system. So basically, that's where the impaired coordination comes from or the loss of balance, the slurred speech, the blurred vision. These types of things are because our body is starting to become depressed 
our nervous system is becoming depressed. And so when a person consumes a dangerously high amount of alcohol, this can lead to alcohol overdose because of everything in our system depressing. Now, when people drink too much, they may eventually pass out. So they're starting to lose consciousness. And those reflexes like gag, like gagging or breathing can be suppressed. So um, this is where it becomes super dangerous. If a person has way too much alcohol in their system and they do end up passing out, those things we have um, in our body called involuntary actions and basically our belly can tell us like, hey, you have too much alcohol in there, like we need to get that out and that's where the throwing up comes from. Well, if the person has passed out um, and they are no longer able to, um, you know, make themselves do it, their body says, okay, we got to get this out. But if they vomit and they choke, this could really um, be a very dangerous thing that happens. They could be on their back and they could choke and they could um, not be able to breathe. And this is where it becomes very dangerous. So if recognizing any of these signs with the blurred vision, the loss of balance, the slurred speech, those types of things, if a person is intoxicated to this point, it is very important to make sure that we are watching them, make sure that we know where they're going, get them some water, making sure that if they do fall asleep, they are not on their back. This is what is called alcohol poisoning, and we want to make sure that we are there, they are not left alone, and we are getting them help. In Michigan, um, and I'm pretty sure in a few other states, but I know Michigan for sure, we have what is called the Good Samaritan Law. This means that if you are calling the police to help, um, say this person does have alcohol poisoning, you're calling them to get them help, to get them to a hospital, to save their lives. Even if you were drinking too, you are not going to be getting in trouble. You are saving their lives. So, um, it's really important to know that if something like this happens, that we are making sure to call and making sure to get them the help that they need. This person could have a few other different things that we might want to watch out for. So maybe they, um, they, their, their skin is turning a little bluish. Um, maybe you cannot wake them when they do fall asleep, like you can't get them back up. Um, the throwing up is a big part too. So recognizing these signs and saying, okay, this person is not in a good state, their breathing might be very, very irregular, that is something to notice and be like, okay, I need to get this person help. Because this is so scary and because something like this um, freaks people out, we have had a lot of deaths due to alcohol poisoning because people just don't know what to do or don't know who they should call because they're scared they're going to get in trouble too. So it's really important to make sure that we are doing our part and making sure that people are safe. Now, obviously I'm not saying go out and drink and if that happens, just call the police, you'll be fine. All I'm saying is making sure that if at any time this ever were to happen, you want to make sure you call. This is a big thing in colleges um, that we see a lot, and it's it's very scary, and so we have to talk about it. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is some more consequences. So that's a big one, um, but there are lots of different things that the CDC has talked about. And um, looking at the data from 2006 to 2010, the CDC said – for um, 4,358 young people, alcohol has been a factor in their deaths. Um, and this is for people under the age of 21. 
So just a few different, you know, statistics for you. Um, 1,550 deaths um, have been from motor vehicle crashes that involved alcohol. Um, there has been 1,269 from um, murders, homicides. 245 from alcohol poisonings, falls, burns, and drowning. So again, when people get too intoxicated to a point, um, they can do a lot of things they don't recognize are dangerous or maybe it just happens and they fall, um, that type of stuff. They, the drowning one, I have, I have not heard that one. I was not um, familiar with that, but that makes a lot of sense. Say you have been drinking all night and you want to go take a bath or something. I don't know, but um, it, it makes sense. Or falling outside, they only say, you know, a little puddle can can do it. And um, so, yeah, definitely. And then 492 from suicides. So the numbers are really scary. And I know they're a little bit outdated, but it's scary to think um, that the numbers might actually be higher because when I look at my data from recent, students say that it is very, very easy to get alcohol. And that's what scares me because if it's so easy to get it, then we're more likely to have issues or things that happen if people are not using these substances safely. Um, which is why, again, it is, it's one of the things where, you know, you shouldn't be using it, um, and that's why there's the age restrictions so that by the time that you are using it, you're making smarter decisions, you're making healthier choices, that type of thing. So if it is so scary, why do teens drink alcohol? And so again, looking at responses that we've gotten from, you know, different tests, surveys, those types of things, teens are drinking for very various reasons. So some teens want to experience new things. I get that. We get that. Um, but it's experiencing things like this that are unsafe and really dangerous. So it's one of those things where we understand that everyone needs to make mistakes and everybody needs to try out things um, to grow and to learn from things. But making smart decisions is, is the biggest part to that. Um, others feel pressured into drinking by peers, so that's a big one. Peer pressure is a big one. Oh, well, everybody else is doing it, and if you're going to come to this party and not drink, then you're lame or, or whatever it is. And that's, that's not true. Yes, a lot of people use alcohol. Again, it's the most commonly used substance in America um, because it is legal, but it does not mean that you have to use it or that every student is using it because to be honest yeah a large a large number is i'm not happy with the numbers that we found we would like to like it to be a lot lower but less than half or less you know less than half of the students in michigan are, are um using it which is a good thing um some are looking for a way to cope with stress and other problems this is a big one so self medication we talk about that a lot um, and that's what's dangerous because if you're feeling so low already and then you try and self-medicate with something that makes you feel even lower, it can really, really impact what happens next. And, and it's important to know that the best way to get help is by talking to someone. It's important to know that, you know, self-medication is not going to do the trick. Talking to someone is going to be your best bet. Just remember that there are people out there everywhere, school counselors, parents, friends, parents, therapists, whatever you need, you reach out, you find those people to talk to. That's why they're there. 
alcohol is a scary substance. It is legal. And that's why I think it makes it so scary because it is out there. It's in our parents' cabinets. It's in your aunt and uncle's cabinets. It's everywhere. It's at every party you go to, every function you go to, family function, those types of things. It's at every restaurant almost. So it is everywhere. But it is important to know that it does not, just because it's there does not mean it needs to be used. I know that this was very quick and there was a lot of stuff talked about. I feel like I sped over a lot of stuff. So I really want anyone listening to this to reach out if you have any questions or um, any concerns. Maybe, Maybe you know somebody that needs some help or something like that. And again, you know... It is okay to let people know that you are worried about them or to let other people know that you're worried about a friend. If they need help because of something that they're going through with this, it's going to show that you are a bigger person getting them the help that they need instead of sitting back and watching them, you know, kind of self-explode. So, you know, I just hope that this helps. I hope it helps people understand that, it is a scary substance. It's not all safe and everything. There are so many people that struggle with this addiction too. And if it gets to that point, it takes a long time to get back out of it. So that is my information about alcohol this week. Um, Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you take something away from this and hopefully it helps um, moving forward. Um, Next week, I want to talk about marijuana, so join me back then, and I will talk to you later. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will talk to you then. Bye.